Hello everyone, welcome back to Board Guy Rambles Into Phone. This week's episode brought to you by Vast Emotional Damage. Yeah, so this is going to be a quick episode. It's really just going to be a quick prediction for the Stanley Cup Finals. I think I'll give predictions for the G1 Climax, and I really don't feel like talking about anything related to WWE right now until next week when there's a pay-per-view because there's just really no reason to. Uh, well, I mean, everyone knows the only thing that I care about that's happening right now, and yeah, that's that's it. Uh, Sasha and Bayley is going to happen sometime soon, probably. We Sasha's supposed to be on SmackDown tonight. Don't know why. She had a massive injury two weeks ago. I assume it's via satellite or a pre-tape. If it's not, it's rather stupid. So, yeah. Uh, because, I mean, if she shows up in the arena, there's no no, no good reason for that other than to have Bailey attack her again. That would be the only reason that would make any sort of sense. Uh, I will say I liked Bailey's promo last week. It was really good. It's about what I... I was expecting it's ba- basically it's like Bailey read my blog post about the story leading what should have been the story leading into WrestleMania this year, and she took notes. That's what it seemed like because it's a lot of the story that I was bringing from that, uh, or re- that I that I'd written in that very similar uh, points, I should say. Uh, but yeah, that's. Really, all there is to talk about WWE. So, let's just immediately talk about the Stanley Cup Finals. We have the Dallas Stars somehow in the finals against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, I mean, Dallas just won because Vegas stopped scoring goals. Can't win if you can't score goals. So, here's Dallas. Vegas just couldn't do anything. They had, it was, they lost in five. Uh, they got the one shutout in game two, Vegas did, and that was it. Uh, so, here we are with Dallas somehow in the finals. The luckiest team to ever make the goddamn Stanley Cup finals that I can think of. Because they played a mediocre team in the first round. Had some trouble with them, too. And beat the second team because of injuries. And then the third team just stopped scoring goals. And they stopped scoring goals in the round before this one. So it wasn't even Dallas doing it to them. So here's Dallas. They're in the finals. It's really weird how they got there. They don't really belong Nothing is going to make them belong. If they were to somehow win the cup, it would be the most forgettable Stanley Cup champions I can think of. So, in the past decade, if I'm entirely honest, uh, I mean, the Blues, I mean, I hate them, but it at least kind of made sense that they won. And, uh, I mean, to be fair, the Blues won because Bennington brought them there. And without Bennington, they wouldn't have gone in there. Uh, just case in point, this year, where'd they go this year? Bennington didn't have it this year. So, 
and they went around in the first round, and they were pretty much the same team. So, yeah, uh, clearly Bennington was the exact reason the, the Blues won last year. Uh, Capitals, or the Capitals, uh, Penguins won two in a row. Blackhawks won three of the past six of those. The Kings, the second time the Kings won, they were pretty. They were pretty much the best team in the league. The first time they won, they were an eighth seed, and but they dominated everyone. So it, while they were an eighth seed, they were definitely the like they were definitely the team to win. Uh, I will say the Kings versus the Devils are probably the least exciting Stanley Cup Finals we've seen in the past decade. Uh, this. But, yeah, the, at least the Kings made sense to win. Uh, Boston and Vancouver was a good series. Uh, obviously, that's not forgettable. And, again, the one before that was another Hawks one. And then we had two Red Wings and Penguin series. And it was, yeah, this... Uh, if Dallas wins the Cup, they will be the most forgettable Stanley Cup champions in recent memory. Barnon. Uh, the Lightning just, well, they decimated the Islanders in the first game. Like, they were so, uh, they basically showed the Islanders that they were clearly out of their league. I mean, for some reason, the Islanders started Grice. I don't know why that happened. That that was a mistake. I realized that the Islanders had just played uh, two days before, but... Why? You're playing the Lightning. You, you set yourself up to fail on that one. But, I mean, he let up three. Varlamov still let up five more. And, like, the, the kind of plays they were making on them, like, at least three of those were highlight reel goals. And they were, like, it was a murder. I, it's one game, but it's like, I'm like, Tampa's, win like, Tampa's winning this. Like, you might... You might not see another 8-2 game, and we didn't, but they're winning the series. Like, there's no way you do that and then fail. And then they Tampa won game two, and by scoring a goal with, like, three seconds left to to break a tie from Kucherov, uh, Islanders won the next game because uh, I don't... I don't remember that game too much actually. Uh, they got a goal uh close to the end I think. It was I think they I think it was a one goal one maybe. Well, I'm sure they got in an empty net probably. But yeah. Um Tampa then won the next game make it 3 to 1. Well, it's just inevitable. Uh t like the Islanders took uh started the scoring but then Tampa scored two goals in the next 30 seconds and then that was it. I mean, they they got another goal in the third. Uh, two two of these games, uh, Braden Point got hurt, and next and the game after he he didn't play. And both of the games that Point didn't play are the games that the Islanders won. So basically, if Braden Point plays, the Islanders aren't winning. Although, at game five and game six are we're essentially the same game. They hit all the same points. Uh, the Islanders did what the Islanders do. They kept, uh, they opened the scoring. Uh, well, that's not something they do, but uh, they basically just tried to swarm the Lightning as much as they could, uh, stop them from doing anything. 
Uh, they opened the scoring both games, got the first goal. Tampa tied it from Victor Hedman both times. Uh, went to overtime, 1-1. One to one. Uh, Both games, uh, the Islanders took a four-minute high-sticking penalty right before overtime. Uh, killed them off both times. Obviously, the Islanders won the first ultimately won game five because obviously otherwise there would not have been game, game six uh but then ultimately tampa got a, a too many men penalty in game six's overtime but they killed that one off which is hilarious considering i expected them to get scored on considering the islanders had been had too many men on the ice two different times within a few seconds right before their first goal happened which was and to be honest, their first goal was just Vasilevsky deciding to go f- too far out of the crease to one side and then just let an easy wraparound happen. Uh, so, I mean, that was just a random fluke. Any of their actual chances that wasn't a random uh, goalie decided to do something silly didn't go in no matter what. So uh, it was frustrating Really annoying. Tampa was pretending that the Islanders were, like, good or something. Like, good at actually, like, offensive hockey or something. And they sat back and just let them do things. It's like, you know, you need to win the game, right? It's not where they... Not something that they were capable of. They kept trying the same shot over and over and over from the, the right point with... Like, no traffic in front of Varlamov. It's like, what are you guys doing? You have to do something different than this. Just get around them. It's like, every time you get away from one of the guys on the Islanders, another one shows up. It's like there's eight of them. But, ultimately, they finally scored in overtime, and that was it. Uh... Respect to the Islanders, I don't have anything against the Islanders as a team. I like them. Not in my top five, but I like them. Uh, I mean, I like to joke about the, uh, Tavares with them, but I it's nothing to do with the team. It's really just that the Islanders' t- fan base is toxic as fuck. Uh, any, anyone who has an entire fan base do what they did before that first game that uh, they had when... Tavares went back to the Islanders and like all those videos of all the sorry ass fans. I'm like, that is ridiculous. Y- your entire fan base is t- far too toxic. You're like, you're literally sitting here with a bunch of fans chanting, we don't need you. We, we do, or we don't want you. I'm like, that's not, well, you might not want him, but that doesn't mean you don't need him. I mean, I don't know if you need him or not, but you're telling me you don't want a 50-goal scorer top center on your team? You're joking, right? Because that's, that's dumb as hell. Oh, who doesn't want a 50-goal scorer on their team? Damn, I would... I would whatever. Uh, so, moving on. We have Tampa, the inevitable, versus Dallas. Now... I'm not going to count Dallas completely out because I'm going to give them some more, some actual respect here, but I'm probably overselling their chances even by saying they have a 20% chance of winning. Because 
I don't know, I, I talked to one, I, apparently I know a one Dallas Stars fan, which, Dallas is boring as hell, and thank God the Islanders didn't win, because if the, if the Stars and the Islanders were the Stanley Cup Finals, I don't think I could watch this series at all, I've, especially since I have so many other things that, I, that I'm going to be watching in the next three weeks, to, to, and to try to balance in a Stars versus Islanders final is just not worth the time because it, it would just be boring as fuck. Like, these two teams can't figure out who's more boring. The answer is, is the Islanders. The Islanders are more boring. Uh, even though I probably like the Islanders more as a team, the Islanders are more boring. I feel like the Islanders could play different hockey they just don't, because I think their coach makes them play that. I think the Stars just are boring. So, I guess, in reality, maybe it is the Stars. And I think they just are boring. Whereas the Islanders play a style, because of their coach, that's boring. But I think they're capable of playing more. That's the, that's the difference. Uh, so... Uh, yeah, this, this Stars fan thinks that the Stars are going to win, and I'm not really sure how he comes to this conclusion. The answer is obviously Tampa is going to win. I'm, again, I will give the Stars a 20% chance. It's probably more like an 8 and a third percent chance, if you know what I'm talking about. But, but I'll give them a 20% chance, because you look at these two teams... And you look how they got there. Dallas, you look at the three teams Dallas beat. Dallas beat, again, they beat the Calgary Flames, who's pretty mediocre. They're not that great. But they had some trouble with them. They lost two games to the Calgary Flames, and the Calgary Flames are not that great. Now, they played... They beat Colorado not because of their ability to stop Colorado from scoring. They beat Colorado because they outscored them. But why did they outscore them? They outscored Colorado because they played... Uh, Colorado's main starting goalie got injured in the first game and didn't play again. And then their sec their backup goalie got injured three three games later, and he didn't play again. And then when they finally had their third Colorado's on their third string goalie, third starting goalie Michael Hutchinson from who was the backup from the Leafs who was terrible this year. And then they had trouble with him. You had tr they had trouble scoring or trouble winning games against Michael Hutchinson. And they almost lost Game 7. Like, without that random luck goal 10 seconds after Colorado took the lead with 3 minutes and 40 seconds left. That was just random luck. It happened to go to that one guy. That was so much luck that it, took, that it bounced to that guy's stick and he just happened to be where he was. They were three minutes, three and a half minutes from not even being in the playoffs anymore. Not to mention, Colorado was without one of their best defensemen and without one of their best forwards. They 
barely beat the Avalanche. By a, they beat them by a goal. It's not like they st- they stopped Colorado from scoring on them. They got scored. They get they got scored on a bunch. Tampa is Colorado on steroids. And they have an elite goaltender, which is something that even Colorado's best goalie is not. Grubauer did well, but Grubauer was always the question mark of the avalanche. He got them where, where they did in the second round, but... It's not it's not like they Colorado was being was counting on their goaltending. And again, they barely beat them with Hutchinson. Now what are now what's when Dallas runs into an elite goaltender, now what are they going to do? And again, why was Colorado, or excuse me, why were the Stars able to beat Vegas? Well, because Vegas couldn't score any goals. But that's, that wasn't Dallas doing that to them. That wasn't Dallas making them not score any goals. Vegas was having trouble scoring against Vancouver before they ultimately beat Vancouver. And they could, and Vegas was having trouble Scoring goals on Vancouver's backup goalie after Markstrom was hurt. They scored two goals on the guy, I think. Maybe three. I think it was just two. And he hadn't played... He played part of the first game after Markstrom was pulled. But they he. They had trouble scoring on a backup goalie who hadn't been playing most of the playoffs. And that just carried over. So it's not like it's not like this was a Dallas strength. It was a Vegas problem. And then you look at the again, you look at the Lightning and you look who they've played. They've played Columbus. They've and they've and beat them. And they just played the Islanders, and they beat them. And, like, especially in that first game, they slaughtered them. And the, those two teams play the same style that Dallas does. And, well, okay, yeah, Dallas is better than Columbus. But the Islanders play Dallas' style better than Dallas. And... Tampa already beat them. And, yeah, it's also, it's Anton Kudobin. He's not a bad goaltender, but he's not elite. Again, I'm not going to completely count them out, but the odds are not in their favor. I'm saying Tampa in six. If Dallas wins, it'll be in seven. So yeah, that's that's the Stanley Cup Finals for you. Uh, the first game is Saturday night, and it will be over no later than September 30th. 
I'm going to pause this here, and then I'll pick back up with G1 predictions. All right, we are back for G1 Climax 30 predictions. I have an entire spreadsheet with all the matches in order, like what days they're on. I'm just going to read off the matches and read off the predictions. I'm not going to go into too into depth too in depth in this. Uh, I'm just going to do that and then I'll read off like who has how many points and what I who I think will win the finals as well. Uh, so for the five matches for day one, we have Will Osprey versus Yujiro Takahashi. Of Osprey winning that, Jeff Cobb. Faces Taichi, if Taichi, uh, Suzuki over uh, Ishii. Why is that match on day one? That's going to be awesome. Uh, Jay White over Shingo Takagi and Kota Ibushi over Kazuchika Okada in the main event. Day one is going to be ridiculous. Uh, second day, uh, for the first day of B, B Block, we have my prediction of Juice Robinson over Yoshihashi. Sonata over Toroyano, Kenta over Hiroki Goto, Evil over Zack Sabre Jr., and Tetsuya Naito over Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, so, uh, day three, uh, Sh- uh, Shingo Takagi over Jeff Cobb, Kazusuka Okada over Yujiro Takahashi, uh, Takahashi's not going to be one of very many matches, I can tell you that. Uh, Suzuki over Taichi, Ishii over Osprey, and Jay White over Kota Ibushi. Uh, for day four, I have... Uh, excuse me. Sonata over Goto, uh, Tanahashi over Yano, Kenta over Juice Robinson, uh, Evil over Yoshihashi, and Naito over uh, ZSJ. Uh... Uh, so day five, I have Yujiro defeating Taichi, and I think that's the only match I have in winning. Suzuki over Cobb, Ibushi over Ishii, Osprey over Takagi, and Okada over Jay White. Uh, day six, Sonata over Yoshihashi, Kenta over ZSJ, Tanahashi over Juice Robinson, Evil over Toriano, and Naito over Goto. And day seven, if Suzuki over uh, Yujiro, Ibushi over Cobb, Okada over Taichi, uh, Jay White over Osprey, uh, Ishii over Ta- uh, Shingo. Day eight, uh, Juice Robinson over Toru Yano, ZSJ over Goto, uh, Tanahashi over Yoshihashi. Evil over Kenta, and Naito over Sonata. Day 9, we're about halfway through already. Told you it was going to be quick. Uh, Goto over Yano. Uh, or excuse me, that's day 10. Uh, Shingo over Yujiro. Cobb over Jay White. Suzuki over Okada. I wish. But I'm predicting it anyway. Uh, Ishii over Taichi, and Osprey over Ibushi. Anyways, back to day 10. G- again, Goto over Yano, like I said. ZSJ over Sonata. Uh, Juice Robinson over Evil. Naito over Yoshihashi. And Tanahashi over Kenta. Day 11. Ishii over Yujiro. Okada over Jeff Cobb. 
Suzuki over Osprey, Jay White over Taichi, and Ibushi over Shingo. Day 12. Uh, Goto over Yoshihashi, Toru Yano over Zack Sabre Jr., Kenta over Sonata, Naito over Juice Robinson, and Evil over Tanahashi. Day 13. Cobb over Ishii, Jay White over Yujiro, Taichi over Will Ospreay, Kota Ibushi over Minoru Suzuki, and Okada over Shingo. Day 14. I have ZSJ over Yoshihashi, Toru Yano over Kenta, Sonata over Juice Robinson, Goto over Tanahashi, and Evil over Naito. Uh, day 15. We have I have Cobb over Osprey, Ibushi over Yujiro, Taichi over Shingo, Jay White over Suzuki, and Okada over Ishii. Uh, 16, day 16, Kenta over Yoshihashi, ZSJ over Juice Robinson, Naito over Toruyano, Evil over Goto, and Sonata over Tanahashi. Day 17, Taichi over Ibushi, Cobb over Yujiro, Okada over Osprey, Jay White over Ishii, and Shingo over Suzuki. And day 18, we have ZSJ over Tanahashi, Goto over Ro- Juice Robinson, Yoshihashi gets his one win against Toruyano for the lols, uh, Kenta over Naito, and Sanada over Evil. And that's all the block matches so far. So A block... I have Yujiro Takahashi with two points. Uh, then Ishii, Osprey, and Shingo all with six points. Jeff Cobb and Taichi both... and Oh no, Ishii has eight points, sorry, not six. So Cobb, Ishii, and Taichi have eight points. Uh, Suzuki and uh, Ibushi have 12 points which and Jay White and Okada have 14 points Okada beat Jay White so Okada is the winner of A block B block we have Yoshihashi with 2 points we have Toru Yano with 4 points we have Juice Robinson with 6 points then we have Tanahashi and Goto with 8 points we have Zack Sabre Jr. with 10 points. We have Kenta and Sanada with 12 points. And we have Naito and Evil with 14 points, but Evil beat Naito. So Evil is the block winner. So we have Okada versus Evil in the in the G1 finals, and Okada will win. And that is my predictions for the G1 Climax. Quick and easy. That's going to be the end of this podcast as well. So... Uh, next I'll be back with uh, Clash of Champions predictions next week sometime.